and welcome. We are here live in the Bell Bank Home Team Mortgage Pento Studio in beautiful Stillwater, Minnesota. Today we have CJ Randazzo. CJ Randazzo with EXP Real Estate. Thanks for coming in today, CJ. Thanks, Brad. And I have my wingman, Mr. Stieg Sandell here. How you doing, Brad? And CJ, great to have you in here. On a beautiful day. It is another beautiful day. What is another beautiful day? CJ, you are outside. What is it like? Yeah, a good, almost 80, almost. 80 degrees. 80 degrees. In October wow. here in Stillwater. Yeah. So uh, CJ is one of our favorite real estate agents we deal with. We've done a lot of deals with CJ over the years. CJ is, how long have you been with EXP for now? EXP about two years now. Two uh, years. Been in the real estate career for about six. Total. Six years. Just think what you've learned over those Yeah, years. yeah. Still, I would say still fresh to most realtors. Still oh, that's a lot, of, a lot of experience. The a best, lot of deals under the belt, though, for me yeah. in six years. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of deals under the belt. The best thing about CJ is that he's youthful compared to Steve and I. <laughs> most people are at this he's point. He's a young, good-looking kid, but he's very involved in the real estate deals. He's just not afraid to pick up the phone, and sometimes we do mortgages, there's not always the most pleasant news that has to be conveyed to the agent and CJ always takes it with a grain of salt that he never panics. He just kind of, okay, this is what it is. And he pledges or trudges forward with it, but he's um, a problem solver. He's a problem solver. Yeah. <laughs> a um, fixer. A fixer. Why don't we tell our millions of viewers out there, CJ, how you got into real estate, why you got into real estate and maybe what separates you apart from the 350,000 other yeah. people to the metro. Yeah. So when I first started looking at real estate, I was sophomore in college. Uh, I went to school out in Montana and uh, bought a house, figured I'd rent it out to my friends, you know. Did you buy a ranch or what'd you buy out there? Uh, <laughs> no, I just, just a little uh, modified split level. I remember that you sold that, right? Yep, yep. And I uh, bought it as a sophomore, rented out to my buddies. I was making about you know, I only charged them about three, four hundred a room, and I was still making about five, six hundred bucks at the end of the month. Wow. And it was very eye-opening to me that I'm like, this is kind of easy money. I kind of like the real estate buying. And uh, brother came out. He rented it out there. He had stayed for free out there and kept renting. And then uh, about, I think I sold it five years later. And it was one of those things that my dad and everyone I know in the real estate market is like, it doesn't happen again. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were in a bubble, but everything in five years went up like 120%. Like it was just boomed all of a sudden, you know, and it wasn't nothing special. It just the market, everyone just liked that area. And right. it kind of opened my eyes more like, all right, there's something going on. You know, I was intrigued by how prices fluctuated within five years, 100 25%, you know, that's a big change. Yeah. You know, it's not big opportunity. I always thought growing up, you hear your friends selling, your parents selling, you know, yeah, you're making a little, you know, sometimes you're losing. Like uh, my parents always, they had one house, they had to take a loss because they had to move states mm -hmm. for work. Mm -hmm. And they're like, it just happens. You just cut your ties and take your loss. Well, after seeing that, I'm like, all right, there's a better way of doing this. So came back, uh, bought another rental in White Bear, duplex. Wow with the money and uh, after that I said oh, well I better get my real estate license you know and everyone at first was the realtors I was using said don't get your license you're going to be a wolf you don't right. no one will sell you houses because you're a realtor I'm like why does that have to do with anything yeah. so I didn't listen to them I got my license uh, went over to Keller Williams start off started on a team it was a great learning experience had a lot of things that I knew starting out that I needed to start with a team. I knew I went end at a team, mm -hmm. but I needed 
I had no family members in real estate. I had no, sure. I had no sphere in real estate. Yeah. It's a good so I'm like, I need to, yeah, I need to be educated, make a mistake. I have someone there to fix it for me. I didn't want to put a client in a bad situation because of me. Right. Like I had someone looking over my shoulder, stayed there for about a year and a half. And after that, I, my friends are all my same age, obviously. And they're getting into the buying age. And, uh, I always bring up when they come talk to me about real estate, like, have you thought about buying something you could rent out later? Because I'm a big believer in everyone, you know, if you don't have a mortgage, your life, your stress level, money, all your mortgage is very, your stress is way less. Right. You know, not worrying about, all right, if I lose my job, can I afford this house? Yes. Or if the market tanks and my house is now worth half of what it was, right. can I still stay here? Right. And I've been to some rental seminars and rent goes up as the market goes down. Mm-hmm. Just more people are renting. And I'm a big pusher, I think, as a realtor. Like I tell people, let's look for something you can either rent out later, especially when you're buying at a young age, under 30. Can you buy something that you can rent out later and afford to buy something else? Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And that's, you know. to help build wealth. And yeah. Yeah. And yeah. after I bought the duplex, duplex was a perfect eye opening because the top portion paid for our living in the basement. I was like, wow, I have no bills, you know, I can go do kind of whatever. And it's yeah, like just, Carlton Sheets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you're too young, you know Carlton Sheets. No, no. It was a, uh, what do you call those when they come out 11 o'clock at night, those TV ads. <laughs> oh yeah, all, like the infomercials. Yeah, but he was like six years old and had the button up shirt. And <laughs> instead of exactly what you're saying, he's right, just to buy a ton of real estate. Yeah, and, and then once I got into it, I started looking at like, a lot of people hate on Grant Cardone, but yep. Grant Cardone, Grant. he has a very, he has a good process. You know, a lot of people I think hate on him because of his lavish, his lavish lifestyle and you know how flashy he is. But it is something to be said when you don't have that payment, it helps, you know, whether you're buying another house to live in later on, rent it out, invest, you know, sure. you keep mm-hmm. growing. Sure. Or if you're just, you keep that one rental and say when you get close to retirement, you sell it. Now the thing should have grown in value, which mm-hmm. 90% of the time it will unless we're in a down market. But yeah, after that, I uh, basically learned that my focus was going to be, all right, how do I help these, help my friends out, help my family out, buy mm-hmm. new places? But how do I set them up for success later? Because the first sale, yeah, good, you got one sale, but I want the two, three, four, five after. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about the first sale. I want that experience to be good, and I want to set hopefully them up with a house that's gonna grow in value. I like every other realtor should be focusing on is that don't put them in a house that's way overinflated mm-hmm. unless they persist, you know? And sometimes right. you have to tell them like, this house is, especially in this market, this house is 50,000 over value right, right now. It's not, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's worth yeah. it, you know? You're taking a risk and sometimes they say, well, I need a house and I'm buying it, no matter what you say. I'll pay top dollar. Yeah, and, you know, and I just make sure I'm very clear, you know, and that's. So you, you, you help people not only, you maybe help people from themselves too when they don't know. Because it's easy to get caught up in a real estate transaction <laughs> where you think, God, this house is the one. There's never going to be a house this good. And yep. you need sort of that calming effect to say, okay, yeah, this is a great house. However, these are the downsides. Just making sure that they're weighing both sides of the equation to make a good decision. Yeah, and this comes back to like, all right, say they're like, I don't want to ever deal with rentals. Even if I hire a property manager, I don't want a rental. Yeah. All right, well, we go look at houses. There's one for 350 there's one for 300 mm-hmm. Well, the 350 one's perfect. The 300 one is needs cabinets and flooring. You yeah. know, maybe... Yeah. Call it 25 grand. Well, can you get 
like I pushed, all right, let's go look at this one. I know it's not a good looking house, but it has potential. It's under value right now. Yeah. If you put a little equity into it, whether you pay someone or if you can do it yourself, that equity is going to show whether you need a home equity loan later mm-hmm. or when you sell and your neighbor's at the same price, you have a little wiggle room to drop. I look at it like, what would I do in the situation and try and push as much as that. But So it's not just about finding a place to live. It's an investment. It's looking five, ten years down the road as the... Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I like living here, but I also set myself up for now I, when I grow into my next house, I, I've got some nice equity in that type of thing. Yeah. And I think every realtor should act like they're buying it. It should be a personal, like, would you do it? Is it smart? Now, if it's not and you wouldn't do it, you better tell your client or at least make it pronounced like, all right, this is why I wouldn't do it. I've had clients that yeah. say, I don't care. You know, I, I need this house. This yeah, one's right. on the corner. I need this. I think that's one of uh, CJ's best attributes dealing with you firsthand is that your clients it's funny i was telling Seek this other day that they'll call you and ask the question and you'll ask me because they trust they trust you implicitly that you're going to give them good advice and act as though it's your own question problem or buy mm-hmm. but yeah i mean what more do you want an agent than be able to trust someone and the other thing that's interesting when i uh, listen to you talk is that you think for yourself you've kind of you hear the outside noise from the mm-hmm. naysayers but I know your dad, Carl, he's been a big influence on you, kind of, he thinks that way too, but having someone that has owned rentals himself, that's an education, and he just built a house currently, Yep. use a great lending institution. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Great lender. (laughs) Great lender. But going through that, as well as owning rentals, I mean, real estate agents, that sounds like a sexy name, they think you look at interior design stuff all day, but... The nuts and bolts of it is understanding construction, rentals, true value. And yeah. You've gone to school on that and then some. So. Yeah, and I think the other big portion, obviously, the realtor should have a lender they're close with. I had a connection with Brad right away, so that's I'm like, I'm working with Brad. And like a lot of, I would say, you know, older people on their second house buying, third house buying, they probably already know. But I have a lot of clients that are my age that first time home buyers that like Brad said, they call me for mortgage questions. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'll answer your questions, but I'm not a mortgage guy. You know, I'm like, I'll play telephone here. But I'm like, you guys need to understand that Brad is not out to get you. Brad is, he is on your side. He's going to make the loan work. He's and if, an advocate. Yeah, and if he yeah. can't, he'll tell you. And this is why he can't. I think a lot of people think, whether it's realtors or loan, that mm-hmm. in the backside, they're kind of out to get you, you know, and right. or they only trust one side of it right right? and theoretically they got to trust you enough to trust brad and i think like i can say his name he's a good buddy is the frederick yeah he pretty first yeah first time (laughs) uh, (laughs) first time buying a house and he was asking a lot of questions about mortgage and i know some learning through brad but again i'm not a mortgage guy it's not my place to speak right i'm like you got to just trust brad he'll take care (laughs) of it It'll all work out smoothly. Whatever he needs, email it to him. He taught me everything I know. <laughs> and, I, and I've forgotten all of it. <laughs> I go to Brad for my refresher. <laughs> CJ, he's an expert in other things as well. CJ has a little concrete business as well. What's the name of that concrete business? Uh, yeah, it's called uh, Danny Mar Concrete. It's after our, we inherited a business out in New York, and we just thought, me and my dad kind of just said, you know, let's just name it after the same same name, just so we had concrete behind it. So uh, I'm not a person that likes sitting around that much. Most people that know me tell me I'm always I'm always doing something. So 
I just learned that in real estate, you do have these couple hours here, couple hours there. And uh, again, I'm a big believer in rentals. I'm a big believer in multiple incomes. And that's kind of what pushed me to go into that field. And I kind of learned on my own dime, I should say. I built a house. I learned through doing it on my own house. Yeah. And then after, you know, that's when I'm like, all right, I know how to do this. My father-in-law taught me a lot. He owns a concrete business. And I kind of branched off from there, you know, and I think it comes back to real estate. You know, you kind of have to learn on your own. It's hard to learn on someone else's dime because that's how you just you get in a bad situation. You kind of have to do your own thing first and then go off your so you know. what kind of concrete projects are you doing? Commercial projects? Are you doing single family residential stuff? Yes, yeah, so we do everything pretty much from the ground up. Foundations, garages, patios, wow. sidewalks for commercial buildings. And we're, I would say, about 50% concrete, 50% epoxy. You know, the epoxy garages mm-hmm. and the fancier kind of garages. And nice. The only thing with the epoxy is it's not a necessity. People need concrete. Epoxy is <laughs> a luxury, you know. It's right, not a... Right need to want so i would think that having sort of a, an expertise and a working knowledge within concrete that would help help quite a bit when you're looking at houses especially older houses where you can say okay you know i notice i noticed this issue or something with the foundation of the concrete that maybe other people wouldn't see and then yeah. not only can you identify it but you can also probably prescribe a fix for it maybe how much it would cost a lot. yeah and you know i'm not a inspector but i can at least guide whether it's concrete or whether I've been in the labor industry before, and uh, I can at least say, all right, I think what would cost, I think this could be the issue, I think this is what it would be cost, but let's get an inspector in here, let's double check my knowledge, and then get some prices. Yeah. I think a lot of realtors, you have to know about the guts of the house. You can't just look at, you know, the lipstick on it. Great point. What a deal, you get a, a landlord, (laughs) <laughs> contractor, yep, yep. realtor, what else are we missing here? Well, he's an orange theory aficionado. Seed is looking pretty svelte here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> After this podcast, maybe will you lead us in a little workout here in the penthouse? Yeah. Maybe some yep. push ups and burpees. Might Not too to, many, though. Yeah, might need to download an orange theory video. <laughs> yeah, if for all you listeners out there, if you uh, need an agent to sell your house, help you find a new one, or if you need some concrete anywhere, CJ is the guy to call. How do people get a hold of you? They can call us, of yeah. course. Yeah, they sure. can either call 651-472-3892, or they can go on, type in, you know, CJ Randazzo, EXP Realty on Google, and my website pops up right there. Uh, is there a concrete link on the EXP? No, no, no. I try and keep it somewhat separate. Uh, that'd be a good idea. A lot mix everything on one website, but no, I keep them a little separate. Steve, get the contract out. So after you do one, you got to come back in two months and do our second podcast. That worked. We got to pick a uh, hot topic. But yeah, thanks for coming. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks, EJ. Thank you, guys.